0: a modern take on an old classic. Welcome to Modern Roots, the podcast to learn and explore old skills that have been lost over time to live a more natural and self-sufficient life. I'm your host, Alexis. Welcome. I'm happy you're here. Hello and welcome to 2023 with Modern Roots. I'm super excited to be sitting down with all of you. I hope you had a wonderful, amazing Christmas holiday season and new year. I hope that this 2023 year brings you nothing but abundance and amazing things. And I'm really looking forward to what the next year is going to look like with uh, even just the podcast. I'm really quite excited. I know that, like I said in that first episode, we're just still trying to find that consistency when it comes to putting these podcasts out. My goal is once a month so just trying to find that rhythm. I know that the holiday season got a little chaotic and I actually did have this podcast recorded but if you know me in real life you know I'm a little bit of a scatterbrain, and I tend to jump from subject to subject and it can be a little hard to follow but this podcast ended up being a little bit like that. It ended up being a little bit all over the place so I needed to go back to the drawing board, write out a bit more notes to follow, some points at least so that I can kind of stay on track a little bit better and give you the best value that I can. I really love a fresh new year because I feel like it's the perfect time to kind of reassess where you're going, what you're doing, and maybe look at some things that you want to achieve, some goals you want to achieve, skills you want to learn over the next following year. So I am think this is the perfect time and maybe this was the universe's intervention for me to re-record this now so that we can feel really intentional going into 2023. When it comes to learning any kind of new skill for the very first time, it can be really intimidating, especially when it's not something that's in your normal wheelhouse of things that you're comfortable doing. When I first decided I really wanted to learn some of these different skills, it was something that I took step by step. I didn't just jump into it all at the same time. I picked one and I started with that. From there, it just kind of snowballed and I became more comfortable with every new skill that I decided to try. I remember the first time that I kind of looked into doing sourdough. I was so intimidated and I honestly took me so long to even attempt my first go because I thought for sure I would fail at it. I'm not a baker, I'm not good at following directions super well, and it just just seemed like a really complicated process. But all of a sudden one day I was, you know, just snooping around on the internet as we do, and I realized there is so much goodness inside sourdough because of the yeast culture and the starter that you use to start a sourdough. It's super beneficial for your gut health. It adds to that healthy microbiome in your gut, which we've talked about before, just that really good place for all of your immune system to be working really well. And for something like bread that I definitely eat on a regular, if not daily basis, and so does the rest of my family, it just made sense as a natural progression for us to move into making our own breads, specifically something like sourdough looking back my first loaf was edible but it certainly was not the sourdoughs that I'm producing today so it took time but I definitely got better and it was well worth the work and the effort to learning the process and even though it's a bit tedious and there is quite a few steps which was the part that was really intimidating to me when starting sourdough it honestly is not complicated it's something that even the busiest of people can comfortably fit into their lifestyle if you're just intentional with your time and you just make the effort to you know schedule it into your daily routine. We will definitely get into the portion of more instructional on how I got started with my sourdough but for now I'm just going to be giving you an example of how I fit it into my routine. For me, it's feeding my starter in the evening time before I go to bed, so that way it's ready and at its peak when I wake up first thing in the morning. From there, I'm able to start my loaf, and by the following morning, I have a fresh, baked, ready-to-go loaf. So many of these skills, just like sourdough, are so much more intimidating on paper than they actually are in person. The key is just getting your toes wet, finding something you want to get going on, and just trying it out. Now I know, on the other hand, there's also the time aspects. Of course, in this day and age, everything is so fast-paced, and a lot of these skills require you to slow down a little bit. Which is most definitely not a bad thing, since I'm sure most of us could use the slowdown time to be a little bit more present. They require some time, some effort, and some attention to detail. But I want to assure you that these are things that you can most definitely fit into your life, regardless of how busy you are and how much you have on the go. It's all a balancing act. Finding the time that works for you in your life and your current situation. For me, although I don't work, I do have three kids, all very young, two of which go to school, one part-time, the other one full-time, and then a small 18-month-old who is busy as all hell. and makes it very difficult to do so much stuff even like right now, he's downstairs watching Paw Patrol and I'm sure it's not going to last long. So I doubt I'm going to get through this whole thing before he requires something or wants to come and be a nuisance, but that's okay. I found a way that I can incorporate these different things into my life so that I can add that value and that positive benefit that comes from creating and making your own foods. I feel like so many of these skills are being lost over time because of the fact that everything is so fast-paced. Everybody wants everything on an instant. Everything is instant gratification, even when it comes to our food. So much of our food these days comes out of a box and comes in a package because it's whatever is convenient, whatever comes as quick as possible and gets our families fed. Over time, unfortunately, we are losing so much of the value and the health benefits that come from making and creating our own foods to convenience. And at the end of the day, these food companies are in it to make a profit and they are substituting your well being and your health to make that dollar. That is honestly why my hope for this podcast is to empower and inspire you guys to want to learn these skills and continue to pass them down from generation to generation so that not only can we be self-sustaining and have this information for ourselves, but of course provide that value to our family and our friends and for ourselves. Honestly, I do find it really frustrating that the food companies aren't held to a higher standard so that we can trust that there is good value coming from the foods that we're putting on our table but at the end of the day it's just not something that we're able to do and that's been proven over and over again just by simple things like the copious amounts of extras and artificial flavors, foods chemicals etc that are added to our foods on top of just the copious amounts of sugar that's used as an additive in things that just don't even require a sugar content. Compared to so many other places in the world, North America actually has the longest list of added chemicals and artificial flavors etc that they allowed into our food supply that's why we have just this extensive amount of different things compared to so many other places in the world when you go to places like Europe that have a way stricter guideline as to what they allowed into their food supply you don't see things like Oreos and ex- all these different sugary cereals those things aren't even allowed into their system so Why are they allowed to continue to be produced here? Or at least if they are being produced here, why is there not more information or more knowledge to the everyday person so that they can make better choices without having to do things like research and look into all these different ingredients just to know what they are putting into their bodies? I feel like every single time I go to the grocery store now, it takes me so much longer because I'm spending half the time just looking at the ingredients list. And maybe that isn't for everybody. I totally understand that. But as I've learned more, it's just became, I've become hyper aware of what's in things. So I really take the time to make sure that I'm reading and knowing what I'm putting into my body. And frankly, if I don't know how to pronounce half the ingredients, I'm not putting it in my cart. And the fact that even just some of these companies are able to put labeling and information that is misleading onto their products so that again you need to know the information for you to even know what's happening there? So you're being misled into purchasing things that you believe to be healthy, that you believe to be a better option, when in reality, they're just as bad as the other brand. But the other brand is a lot more forward with the crap that they have in their stuff compared to some of these pretend, these greenwashed different companies, which is becoming a more and more problematic way of working because... Companies are starting to realize that people want to make healthier choices as best they can, but they also know that people are uneducated and unknowing of so much of this information. So it makes it really easy for them to greenwash it, make it look healthy, and then they are able to sell more to unknowing customers. There is still so much that we don't fully understand when it comes to food and how it interacts within our bodies. Mostly because each individual is so separate on how things interact within their system that it can be really hard for science to continue to move forward with a lot of this information. But what we definitely do know is the negative impacts of sugars and artificial flavors and just overall processed foods in general and the bad impact that it can have on our overall gut health which like we've talked about in past episodes is detrimental to our overall health and well-being of the entire system. If ever there was a time for us to get back to our roots and start focusing again on the foods that we are putting into our body and the prescription drugs that we have become so heavily reliant on in our country, now is most definitely that time. Don't get me wrong, I definitely think there's a time and a place for modern day medicine and science, but I think we are becoming completely reliant as a society on prescription drugs and just artificial foods in general. When you go to the doctor, what is your typical routine? Just think about that in your mind. When I go to the doctor, I know for the most part that when I leave, I'm leaving with some kind of prescription by the end. There's really no system in place that's there to help get to the bottom of whatever it is that is causing you a reason to see the doctor in the first place. If it's discomfort, if it's digestive issues, if it's depression, if it's anything like that, by the end of your visit, typically you're gonna be leaving with some kind of prescription. And that really is where the big issue lies, is there's no real system in place to get to the root of the problem. We forget how capable our bodies are. There's this entire ecosystem living within us that's completely capable of functioning independent from us. We don't have to tell our bodies to do certain things to be able to keep us alive and working. So now keeping that in mind, our symptoms are our body's way of communicating with us what is going on in our bodies. And if something is not right now, it's job is to try to get back to that homeostasis where everything is doing well and functioning appropriately. And through time, these things have no longer been seen as indicators, but instead we just find a way that we can alleviate that uh, symptom and be able to move on. I think you'd be genuinely blown away by some of the symptoms that appear on the outside of our bodies that are actually clues to what's going on internally. Things like arthritis that can actually indicate kidney issues, things like depression, which can be hugely impacted by our gut biome due to the fact that a huge portion of our, our happy hormones are created within our gut tract. And these are just small examples of different things that are showing outwardly on our body that are indicators of something that is going on internally that our body is trying to communicate. It's certainly a skill that we've lost over time, that ability to be self-aware and know how our bodies are feeling and knowing when something is not right. Then we go seeking aid from our doctors who then prescribe prescriptions that cover up those symptoms So now we're no longer seeking what is going on internally, which of course then ends up having more symptoms and more issues popping up in different places because our body is going to continue to try to communicate this issue with us in different ways, which is so often neglected because we see all of these symptoms as individual issues instead of seeing them as collectively working together to try to communicate a bigger issue inside. And then these prescriptions end up being even more problematic because, of course, they have a massive list of side effects that could potentially arise. Not to mention that so many different things that are prescribed tend to be on the addictive side. On average, you know, 44 people died in 2020 alone per day of opioid misuse. And that is something that is not taken as seriously as it probably should be. Prescriptions are just written nonchalantly and people just take them not really realizing the side effects that that's going to be causing on your body with long-term use. And that's what I'm talking about here. I don't want to deter people from wanting to go to your doctor and get something that is going to be helping you and improving your overall quality of life. Because like I said, there's most definitely a time and a place when it comes to modern day science and medicine. Where we really come into problems here is not for those short-term fixes. It's when we are continuously having to go back, refill those prescriptions, and they become a long-term use and something that is relied upon to be able to continue having a quality of life. Even some things that some of us are relying on almost on a daily basis as well for our kids, things like NFADs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. These are things like ibuprofen naproxen, aspirin, and celecoxib These are all your typical non-specific anti-inflammatory pain relief drugs that you can find just in any kind of grocery store, et cetera. These, of course, help from anything from muscle aches and pains, headaches, teething for your young kids, et cetera. These things are also incredibly problematic when it comes to our gut health. It destroys our microbiome. I, like so many other people have heavily relied on things like this in so many instances, things from my own personal migraines to helping my kids be more comfortable going through grow pains and teething, etc. And it's really unfortunate to know that this is the kind of impact it's having every time my kids use it. So of course coming across this information was detrimental to me, you know, I'm feeding my kids these things, I'm expecting them or hoping for them to be healthy and feel good, but I'm not giving them the tools to be able to do that. Their immune system is being destroyed with every time I give them this dose. So I needed to find an alternative that I could give them that was going to also support these systems that I'm working so hard to improve. What makes this so interesting too is when I've sit down and I've been learning about all these different things and herbs and more holistic approaches to medicine is so many of our medicine that we have is derived from natural things. For example, aspirin. Aspirin is actually derived from willow bark, which has silician in it, which is a nonspecific pain relief that you can find within the willow bark. And that was then modified and turned into aspirin. This is not to say that you should go out and buy willow bark and throw out your aspirin. I'm just trying to show that there is most definitely a connection between holistic medicine and modern day medicine and listen i am just like you i definitely still use prescriptions where i need them i try really hard to stay away from them where i can and of course make that holistic approach but as my knowledge continues to expand then my family's knowledge will continue to expand as well and we'll start to make different decisions but as of right now we're still in that learning phase so just like you we are all still learning so take your time make small changes make 2023 a perfect opportunity to start making those little changes to just live an overall healthier life because it's not something that I feel like you can just jump into and change your entire lifestyle overnight it's something that you just slowly pick away at it's something that you get comfortable in step by step so that it's something that you can really sustain I know that if I had made a lot of these changes when I first kind of got started into it I don't think that we necessarily would have stuck with it because it would have just felt way too overwhelming there's so much different information out there so many perspectives and opinions and it can be so much to siphon through don't get scared. Take your time. Take it episode by episode and I'll share with you the small little changes that I started to make that have made a big impact over time. I kind of like to call myself like a modern day hippie is what I used to describe myself to people because I'm really not full hippie. I don't, you know, make my own clothes and I don't completely eliminate the little things in life that I still enjoy, but I'm definitely starting to make changes to just live a healthier life. And honestly, that's really all this amounts to is that I just want myself and my family to live healthy and try to eliminate as much as we can that isn't benefiting us in any way, shape, or form. So it's the little things accumulating over time. I still love to wear makeup. I still love a good chicken nugget. I still love McDonald's here and there. And I definitely believe that there's just that finding a balance portion where we are not relying on you know, processed foods as heavily as we used to be and really trying to just make a healthier choice when it comes to our medicine and the things that we're putting in our body. But otherwise still finding that balance of enjoying your life, enjoying those small luxuries and expanding your generational wealth of knowledge. And of course, as mentioned above, my real hope is just to empower and inspire you to start making these little changes and knowing that there's somebody in your corner that's along the ride with you. I'm part of this journey. I am still very much learning and expanding that knowledge and that skill. And I hope that all of you are along the ride with me. If you have questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out and let me know what you're thinking and feeling. I definitely want to continue this relationship with everybody that's listening and make sure that you guys are feeling really good about the information I'm sharing too. I'm looking forward to continuing to learn and perform this in a better way and improve the show constantly. I can't wait to hear your feedback on today's episode but otherwise that's it for me. I hope today was informative. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Modern Roots. Take care.